0: Hello again, this is World Pastor Tony Alamo. This is program number 745. If you'd like to have a copy of it, Sharon will tell you how at the end of the program. Please let us know whether you want a CD or an audio tape. They're free, including the postage and the handling. I have, uh, uh, I'm continuing on in the book of Luke, where we left off yesterday, and I've got some songs and uh, letters for you, possibly. Uh, we have but sometimes the lord just keeps uh, letting me run with the word which is really important <clears throat> letters are important too we love them we enjoy them and we're thankful for them but sometimes we just don't have the time to read all of them that we'd like to but right now let's pray father i praise and thank your holy name uh for uh, your anointing me on a daily basis for keeping your spirit on me uh, so that uh, I'm able to be an um, an asset to your kingdom here on this earth. Uh, my goal uh, is, as every Christian's goal must be, is to bring about the kingdom of God. And that happens by um, us uh, preaching a word. And uh, it's like lightning all over the world, because when a soul uh, accepts the Lord Jesus Christ, says, uh, it accepts you and the Father and the Holy Spirit into uh, their uh, spirit. It's like lightning coming down here and there all over the world. It's just as you say, verse 24, for as the lightning that light, lightens out of the one part under heaven, It just comes from one place. It shineth unto the other part under heaven. So shall also the Son of Man be in his day, Father. And so when people are calling on you all over the world, it's like lightning comes down and lightens them up, and then they become like the lights of the world. And this is going to happen, uh, you said, uh, at that time in your day. But first you have to suffer uh, a while, and then before you become the life-giving Spirit and sending yourself in with the Father by the Spirit into people's souls all over the world, but Lord, we ask that you, uh, I thank you, for giving, revealing the true meaning of your Word, because so few know it, and so few care to know it. They'll only care when they stand at the judgment bar, your judgment bar. And I thank God that those of us that are born again the spirit will be standing at the mercy seat lord but anointing me very strongly so that people will believe because we're not supposed to just preach the gospel we're to compel people to believe it to compel them in the name of jesus lord i ask that many receive your word today and that many of the church people will stop being lukewarm but that they'll become red hot by the lightning that comes down from the kingdom of heaven from one spot from the throne of god lord i ask it that uh, souls will be saved in the church strengthened in jesus name and everyone says "Amen." amen so we all have to put our hand in the hand of the lord jesus christ and here i am to sing it put your hand in the hand
1: Put your hand in the hand of the man who still the water Put your hand in the hand of the man who calmed the sea Take a look at yourself and you can look at others differently By putting your hand in the hand of the man from Galilee, Galilee. Uh, Every time I look into the holy book I want to tremble When I read about the part where the carpenter cleared the temple, for the buyers and the sellers were no different fellows than what I profess to be, and it causes me shame to know I'm not the man that I should be. Well, put your hand in the hand of the man who spilled the water. Put your hand in the hand of the man who called the sea Take a look at yourself and you can look at others differently By put your hand in the hand of the man from a Galilee Well, now every time I look into the holy book I want to tremble when I read about the part where the carpenter cleared the temple. For the buyers and the sellers were no different fellows than what I profess to be. And it causes me shame to no, know I'm not the man that I should be. Well now put your hand in the hand of the man who steal the water. Put your hand in the hand of the man who called the sea. Take a look at yourself whether you can look at others differently. I put your hand in the hand of the man from Galilee. Well, put your hand in the hand of the man who still the water Put your hand in the hand of the man who called the sea.
0: Say the Lord, put your hand yeah, because none of us are of any value whatsoever unless we're walking in the spirit unless the Lord is living in and through us. And so we're in uh, the what uh, chapter again Luke 17. Uh, is that it? Yes okay, speak up um, And so the uh, kingdom of heaven comes not with observation verse 21. Neither shall they say, oh, here, here's the kingdom of heaven. Lo, there, there's the kingdom of heaven. For behold, the kingdom of heaven is within. So uh, no one can see it unless we're doing the will of the Lord. Then they say, nobody can do these works. When we lay hands on people and cast devils out, when we call on the Lord, if we want it to rain and it starts raining, when, oh, say you say that that doesn't happen? I'll show you. <laughs> it happens all the time with me. And when we want it uh, not to rain, it stops. Oh, my God, it's so wonderful. And to put our hands on people, lay hands on them, uh, in the appropriate places, on their forehead or on their head, and anoint them with oil, and uh, they're healed. So that's how the kingdom of God is within us and people can see it when we're busy about our Father's business. And Jesus said unto his uh, the disciples, The days will come when ye shall uh, desire to see one of the days of the Son of Man, and ye shall not see it, but ye will be it. I don't want you to imitate me. You won't see me around anymore because I'll be living in you. See, right here we're talking about the kingdom of heaven coming not with observation because it's in you, and the things that uh, I'm doing right now, you won't see me doing them anymore, but I want to see you doing them, he's saying. I want you to be busy about my business because without you doing that, then I no longer am on earth. You may say that I'm in you, but if I'm in you, brother or sister, believe me, I'm not an inactive God. I'm going to be busy doing the things that I did here on earth. You won't see me, but you're, I'm going to see you either lethargic or else you're going to be busy about my business you're going to be doing the same things i did even greater things than i did so he said unto his disciples these days will come when ye shall not uh, decide you desire to see one of the days of the son of man well why uh, should we have to desire that when he's in us Uh, Being uh, with us wasn't near as good as it is now when he's in us. And he says, and you shall not see it. I saw Jesus. He appeared before me with my eyes wide open in this very dark bedroom that we had when we were, Sue and I had when we were living on Sunshine Terrace. I was wide awake. I couldn't sleep. And Susie was sound asleep. And here he appeared right in front of me in the oval-shaped mirror with a gold frame on it oh my god it was so wonderful to see him i desired to see it and i got to see it i didn't realize how much i would desire to see it until i saw him and then i just uh, i want to see him all the time now verse 23 and they shall say to you uh, they you know all kinds of people say uh see uh here or see there uh, the people will mislead you say, oh the Lord is over at this big meeting down at uh, uh, this uh, temple or over at this church come on and see it Uh no, because you've seen me and you know that I am operating in the spirit now and if unless I'm telling you to go there, don't go and they shall say to you, see look over here or see look over there go not after them nor follow them follow me by the spirit you go where I tell you to go be mindful of me not other people they're going to tell you come to Angela temple, go to the Baptist Church go to the Catholic Church go to the Buddhist Church don't go I'm in you and I want you to follow me not them For as the lightning that lighteneth out of the one part under heaven shineth unto the other part under heaven. So there's one part of people that uh, see the lightning and then there's the other part that see the lightning under heaven so shall also the Son of man be in his day in other words when his day comes he didn't say it's his day yet he says this will happen in his day when he's able to make his light enter into you like as fast as lightning when you accept him as your personal savior verse 25 in his day. But first, he's saying, this can't happen now because I'm not, I'm not up there in heaven. I haven't yet become the life-giving spirit yet. Because there's some, something that comes first. But first, must be, uh, must Jesus, me, must he, the, the son of God, the son of man, must suffer many things and be rejected of This generation, and as in verse uh, twenty-six, and as it was in the days of Noah, uh, what was happening? So shall it be also in the days of the Son of Man. He's talking about the Son of Man. Wait a minute now. He's saying, yeah, first I'm going to start coming down into people like lightning. Uh, but at first, before this happens, I have to suffer uh, all kinds of different things. And then I'm going to be killed, crucified, and buried, and go to hell, and then come up, and I rise from the dead, and then ascend into heaven. And then, and as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be also in the days of the Son of Man. Well, what does that mean? That means, verse 27, they did eat. They drank, just like you're all doing today. They uh, married wives. They were given in marriage until the day that Noah entered into the ark. And the flood came and destroyed them all. So in other words, uh, this lightning, people are getting saved. The kingdom of heaven is coming down into people like lightning here and there all over the world, over here and over there and over yonder. And they're preaching that there's going to be a big fire. A big fire is a coming. And then this will all happen Just as the flood came during the days of Noah and destroyed all of them. Well, all of them except eight people. He says, a few. When the Lord says a few, believe it, it's just a few. Eight souls were saved out of the flood. Well, they're all trying to get on after God sealed shut the door of the ark. People were scrambling and screaming out, have mercy. You know, let us on the ark, let us on the ark. No, you didn't pay any attention. To the preaching of Noah 120 years, Noah was uh, over 500 years old before he had children. And so he was just a preaching and a teaching for 120 years and no one listened to him. So only he, his wife, his three sons and their wives were saved on the ark. So it's going to be the same way today, he says, that he's going to burn the world up. But in the meantime, you're going to be eating sumptuously. And drinking. You're going to get married to wives. They were given in marriage. Until the day that Noah entered into the ark. And the flood came. And they screamed. Oh no. no, We repent now. Right now. And the flood destroyed them all. Except eight people. No, his wife, his three sons, and their wives. Verse 28, likewise also as it was in the days of Lot. They did eat. They were eating sumptuously over in Sodom. Why, we're, this is like Palm Springs, uh, this Sodom and Gomorrah. It was like an oasis out on the desert, like Vegas, For Palm Springs, they were all sunning themselves and eating and drinking and getting married and going to the whorehouses. And, uh, you know, uh, lesbians and homosexuals uh, just uh, lying in the sun there and and then wandering into different bedrooms. And, oh, they thought they were having a ball. So, likewise, also as it was in the days of Lot and the homosexuals, I might add, and all the other sinners, they did eat, eat sumptuously, there's all kinds of fancy places, and they knew how to cook. The man in the kitchen had a demon, oh, he knew how to cook so good, he hath a evil spirit. They drank. Uh, they bought different things, knickknacks, souvenirs. They sold and planted and they builded. All these things they did, just like the people today. Then all of a sudden, you know, there's a small hint of what's going to happen. The tsunami comes, the earthquake comes, the volcano goes off. Just warnings, you know. This could happen to you. Verse 29. But the same day that Lot went out of Sodom, it rained fire and brimstone on all their plants and tulips and their watermelons, their fig trees and their date palms from heaven and destroyed them all, all of them. Was any safety? A few. Lot and his two daughters. That was it. Well, what do you suppose, how many people do you think will be saved from this earth today? Because they're doing more today than they did in those days. They're flaunting homosexuality and they're saying that they should be married. Men with men, women with women. And uh, that people should have sex with dogs and cats and uh, horses and bulls and dogs. You know, everything. Uh, everything goes today. Verse 30. Even thus shall it be in the day when the Son of Man is revealed. Well, how is he going to be revealed? You look into the eastern sky and you'll see him. Um. Uh, magnified in other words he every eye on earth will be able to see him he'll loom over the entire universe then you'll see the size of god when he came down as a man he was confined into a man's body but he's god he's everywhere you'll see him everywhere and he'll be revealed the bible says the son of man jesus has been set in the highest place in heaven Because man has become God. He was God that became man, and now he's man and God. Verse 31, In that day he which shall be upon um, the housetop and his stuff in the house, you know, you see pigs on top of rooftops now when the floods are going. You'll see people. You see people on housetops? I see them on TV, on the news. <laughs> you know, well, you are evil because you're laughing about it. Well, they should have repented. And that day he which shall be upon the housetop and his stuff in the house let him not come down to take it away with him. And he that uh, is in the field, let him likewise not return back. Why? Well, because uh, you're not supposed to go back for stuff. Because remember Lot's wife, she looked back, And she turned into a pillar of salt. Oh, we don't believe that. Oh, you don't? Well, God said it happened, and so you better believe that it did, because doubt, if you believe you're saved, if you doubt, you're damned. I know people that got caught. We read about it in history books where it rained down that, and everybody turned into salt or stone. And you can find them, they dig them up, the archaeologists all the time, preserved because they're packed in salt. You could pack meat in salt for centuries and it'll remain the way it was. With the exception, there's no spirit in him any longer. Walt Disney froze himself after he was dead. They had him frozen. But his spirit has gone on to be wherever it is either in heaven or hell. Now, he preached that there's talking animals and about the witches and the goblins. And they have all these different satanic things there in Disneyland, Disney World. Well, the Bible says that magic is um, bad. And Disney has his magic kingdom. Well, now you're straining, Tony. No, I'm preaching the word of God. That's not straining. Verse 32, remember Lot's wife? She thought she would, she had the desire of the world in her heart. She wouldn't be any good in the kingdom of heaven. If you desire the world, or you'll have the, the Bible says, love not the world, nor the things that are in the world, because all that is in the world is the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. Oh, my God. Well, that's why he says, remember, Lot's wife. Well, those of you that have never read the Bible, you say, well, who's Lot's wife? She's the one that lusted after Sodom and Gomorrah, that place for homosexuals for having a bull, they thought. And where people were committing adultery and fornication. and um, Women that are married were lusting after other men. Like women do today. You know, that's the... It's the social thing. It's our society. Don't you want to be sociable? Don't you want to uh, be engaged in today's society? Uh, Why, who do you think you are that you should not join the social events that are happening in the world today? fornication, adultery, homosexuality, lesbian, no, we all have to live together, come on, we're all the same, we have to honor each other, no, the Bible says to shake the dust of our feet off at those kind of people, don't look back, because when Lot's wife looked back, she turned into a pillar of salt, she almost escaped, but she just, her heart was just bursting, was so full of sorrow for having to leave the things of the world, And the Lord knew the thoughts of her heart and her mind, and so he just jaked her up. He jaked her up real good. Amen? Amen. Verse 33. Whosoever shall seek to save the kind of lifestyle that you're living today, like Lot's wife was, shall lose it. And whosoever shall... Be willing to lose the life that you're living now. You'll preserve your life and you'll be in heaven forever. Verse 34, I tell you, I tell you, Jesus said, In that night there shall be two men in one bed. The one shall be taken and the other shall be left. Now, a lot of people call this the rapture. But no, this is when the Lord comes back to earth again. And two women shall be grinding together. The one shall be taken and the other left. Grinding, you know, corn, meal, wheat to make bread. Because one is saved and the other one is lost. Verse 36, two men shall be in the field working. One is cursing, you know, the work and toil that they have to do. It's our reasonable duty. The one shall be taken into the kingdom of heaven and the other left. And then some reverse that and say, well, some shall be taken and sent to hell and the others will be left to come up to the kingdom of heaven with the Lord. Choose whatever you will. It's going to happen the way the Lord said. Amen? Amen. Verse 37. And when they answered and said unto him, Where, Lord? And he said unto them, Wheresoever the body is, the body of Christ is, in other words, thither will the eagles these uh, abominable birds be gathered together. Whenever you see a true work of the Lord, there's going to be every evil creature coming against it. All the ab- abominable birds. We're never to ask for, when well, we go to a restaurant, for an eagle sandwich, or a hawk sandwich, or an owl sandwich, or roasted owl, duck goose. These things are abominations unto the Lord. Or a bat sandwich. Or eagles. let say eagles will be gathered together. They're waiting for people to fall away out of the church. They're waiting for Lot's wife to look back. These eagles are waiting. They're scavengers. They wait for people to die. You can see these hawks these vultures, these eagles hovering around and around when they see somebody dying, and the devil can see you dying and falling away from the Lord. The devil also can see what your intentions are. He can see that you're loving the world. So it's sort of like a carcass. These eagles can see carcasses. Wheresoever the body is, thither will the eagles be gathered together waiting for Lot's wife or possibly you to fall away from the Lord. Possibly you to see you flirting with some man when you're married to a husband or if you're a husband or you're going to a house of prostitution when you're in Las Vegas or you've left your wife to go on a Quote, business trip, unquote. Hello, how are you? Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Yeah, the eagles will be waiting for ya. They will. They'll be awaiting for ya, they will. Chapter 18. And he spake a parable unto uh, them. To this end, that men ought always to pray and not to faint. Well, why is he saying that now? It's because he's talking all about fainting. The eagles are around the body, around the body, waiting for somebody to faint because they're not praying. This all comes into one cluster of uh, Verses. He wants you to faint. He wants you to start justifying yourself. And Satan can see you justifying yourself. Well, we wanted to do it this way. Uh, you know, if this is the way we do it. No, instead, you're not saying what the Lord wants you to do. He says, And he spake a parable unto them, to this end, that men ought to, always to pray well you see all the people in different churches they don't pray let alone pray always uh, because these eagles can see that some of our uh, the people in the churches are fainting they're giving up They're giving up their faith. They're giving up their belief. They don't believe that you're supposed to always pray. They don't believe in what Jesus said. Pray always. Because Satan is always around waiting for Lot's wife or for a Judas. For you. He's waiting for you. He'd like to have you. For breakfast, lunch, dinner, whenever you faint, you fall away. But the antidote for falling away is to pray always, always to pray and not to faint. Uh, Verse 2 saying, There was in a city a judge which feared not God and didn't regard man either. Not at all. Have to change the page. Verse three. And there was a widow in that city and she came unto him saying, Avenge me of mine uh, adversaries, my enemies. Verse four. And he would not for a while. He wouldn't do anything to her, for her. No one will, you yeah, he just avenged me. But afterward, he said within himself, though I fear not God nor regard man, verse 5, yet because this widow keeps bugging me, uh, she's troubling me, she's always praying to me to get this thing done, I will avenge her. Her enemies less by her uh, continual coming. She wearies me and bugs me too much. This is an unjust judge. He's going to do this for her because she never let up. She prayed always, always praying. Do this, avenge me, avenge me, avenge me. Get her out of my face. Get her out of here. Go tell her, yeah, put the guy that she wants in jail. Put him in jail or give her the grant her the money that the guy owes her and make sure that he pays it so I don't have to hear her come over here anymore. Send police officers over there to collect the money because I I don't want to see her anymore. She's bugging me. I think about her all day and I don't want to know her anymore. And the Lord said here. What the unjust judge says. Verse 7. And shall not God, if you keep bugging him, you keep praying to him, you're doing as he commands you to do to pray always. He's not a kind of a judge that doesn't want to uh, have you there in his face. He wants you there. He wants to know that you're counting on him. That you are counting on his word that he says he will avenge you. And shall not God avenge his own elect? You're a child of God. You're one of his kids. Would you avenge? Would you do something for your child if he kept asking you and asking you? Well, God, all the more will do so. So, uh, and shall not God avenge his own children, his own elect? which cried day and night unto him, though he bear long with them, though he will not always answer them right away. I tell you, verse 8, that he will avenge them, not day after day, a long time, but speedily. Nevertheless, when the Son of Man cometh, shall he find faith On the earth, shall he find people doing these things? I'm telling you, this is me, the Lord. Pray always. Always pray. Because I want to hear from you. If you're my child, talk to me. And I'll talk back to you. You don't talk to me, I'm not going to talk to you. You don't ask, you're not going to receive. You don't knock, it's not going to be open. You don't seek, and you're not going to find anything. You people are weak. you fainted. You've fallen away. Now these are your last chances. Do you think that this is just a message that's coming from Tony? No. This message is not just coming from Tony. It's coming from me, saith the Lord. And it's coming to you. If you want to be saved, if you want to continue, you must continue on. You must pray always. Otherwise, you will... Uh, not have anything. And you will not have eternal life. But when Jesus comes, will he find this kind of faith on earth? I don't think so. Not very much. Maybe, hopefully, 50-50 because there were ten virgins. Five of them believed and the other didn't. Five kept on praying always. They kept the oil in their lamp. They kept the Holy Spirit running through them. And then five of them, the foolish ones, uh, they just let the oil, the Holy Spirit, go out of them. Verse 9. And he spake this parable unto them, unto certain of people, which trusted in themselves that they were righteous. They thought that they were righteous. And despised others how could you think that you're righteous if you despise others for no reason I despise the things that people that uh, don't do what the Lord says I despise that really despicable human beings because they think that their bulky big fat flesh is something When they're really, according to the Bible, nothing. The Bible says, Cease ye from mankind whose breath is in their nose. One breath. For how lightly are they to be accounted of. Verse 10. Two men went up into the temple to pray. The one a Pharisee and the other a publican. Verse 11, the Pharisee stood and prayed uh, thus with himself, God, I thank thee that I am not as other men are, extortioners, unjust, adulterers, or even as this publican. And some of our, uh, people in churches say the same thing. Man, I'm not a sinner. I'm not doing any of these things. And I fast twice in the week. Oh, this is supposed to make you a big Christian or something. I've give tithes of all that I possess. Oh, that makes you a big deal. Is that right? Verse 13. And the publican, standing afar off, would not lift up so much as his eyes unto heaven, but smote upon his saying god be merciful to me a sinner how can you be of the lord if you don't admit that you've sinned if you think you're holier than god and you're saying that you uh, fast and pray and do all these things and give ties but you don't care anything about humanity you don't care anything about doing the work of the lord But here's the sinner that says, forgive me of my sins. Be merciful to me. Forgive my sins. Make me a member of your body. Verse 14, I tell you, this man went down to his house justified rather than the other, the Pharisee. For everyone that exalteth himself shall be abased and he that humbleth himself shall be exalted. Well, what does that mean? You exalt yourself. You say, I don't need Christ. I don't need God. I am so holy that I'm holier than God. But a person that humbles himself and says, I'm a sinner, save my soul, Father. I'm not worthy of anything, but I pray. Because of the fact of what you did, you died on the cross and, and kept all the commandments and shed your blood for me. I ask you, Lord, I humble myself before you because I know you're God and I'm just a human. Save my soul. Verse 15. And they brought unto him also infants, that he would touch them. But when his disciples saw it, they rebuked the people for doing that, for bringing them to him. Verse 16. But Jesus called them unto him and said, Suffer little children to come to me to come unto me and forbid them not for of such is the kingdom of God. Little child we have to believe the Lord is a little child. You can't say, Well, I'm I'm not I'm wonderful, I'm this and that and so on. No you have to be busy for the lord and if people try to prevent you from doing that you're supposed to rebuke and uh, rebuke them sharply because i as a little child want to do what the lord tells me to do and i don't want anybody interfering with me anybody that interferes with me is like the person that says you can't do the will of god we're going to prevent you we're going to go shopping and we want you to sit out in the car we don't want you to come and bring a message So Jesus rebuked that kind. He says, let the little children come unto me and forbid them not. And why? Because such is the kingdom of God. These little children receive everything that I say. They don't argue with me. Verse 17, surely, verily, verily, I say unto you, whosoever shall not receive the kingdom of God, the word of God is a little child, shall in no wise enter the kingdom of heaven. Verse 18. And a certain ruler asked Jesus, saying, Good master, what shall I do to inherit eternal life? Well, he's not like a little child. A little child believes the Lord. Believe on me. Believe on the word of God. Jesus would say to you, I am the word of God. Every word of God is me. Believe on the, me, the word of God, and thou shalt be saved. If you try to cut corners and to take shortcuts and not listen to me, you can in no wise enter the kingdom of heaven. Verse 19, And Jesus said unto him, Why do you call me good? In other words, are you saying there's, I say that there's no one that's good but God. Are you saying that I'm God? None is good, save one. That is God. Are you saying I'm God? You call me good. Verse 20. Thou knowest the commandment. Do not commit adultery. Here, I'll tell you what you're supposed to do to inherit eternal life. Do not commit adultery. Don't be flirting with guys, you wives. Because you're committing adultery with your eyeballs. not murder don't kill your little babies or don't plan to kill anybody what you're doing is planning to kill your babies why because they're of your body does <laughs> does god give a license for you to murder your babies because they come out of your body you insane maniac woman Do not steal. Do not bear false witness. Don't be lying about people. Honor thy father and thy mother in the Lord. If they're telling you to do something other than what God tells you to do, then you honor them by rebuking them. That's honor. Amen. To preach the gospel to your mother and dad. Amen. Okay, verse 21 and this man stated all these things have i kept from my youth up verse 22 now when jesus heard these uh, things he said unto him okay here's the test buddy boy yet lackest thou one thing you lack one thing don't you want to go to heaven you really do okay let's let's find out sell everything that you have Sell all that you have and distribute unto the poor. Turn it in over here to me, the disciples. And thou shall have treasure in heaven. Much more than you have here. And come and follow me. Whoa, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Not that. And when he had heard this... He was very sorrowful for he was very rich rico verse 24 and when Jesus saw that he was very sorrowful he said how hardly how hardly shall they that have riches enter into the kingdom of God verse 25 for it is easier for a camel to go through the needle through the needle's eye, than for a rich man to enter into the kingdom of God. And they, the disciples that heard it, said, well, then who can be saved? Verse 27, and Jesus said, the things which are impossible with men are possible with God. In other words, rich men just do what God says give what you have do like tony don't sell your beatles album for a hundred million dollars don't uh, take all these masters that you have on rovan bobby james all the different singers that you have and sell them for millions just sell what you have or give it up completely i didn't even sell it and come and follow me oh, when i didn't, wasn't able to sell the things that i had because he said the lord didn't want me to sell him he wanted me not to sell him or uh, do anything with him myself and so we were poor for a long time then peter said lo we have uh, left everything we've given up all everything and followed thee and the lord rebuked him verse 29 and said unto them verily listen to you i'm saying something unto you now there is no man that hath left house or parents or brethren or wife or children for the kingdom of God's sake or Beatles albums or uh, uh, a place in the world, honor in the world and all these things. For the kingdom of God, who shall not receive manifold more in this present time and in the world to come life everlasting so no matter what we give up here in the world you're going to receive way more than you gave up well have you uh received more than uh, you've given up oh yes uh yes indeedy i certainly have and you will too if you give up what you have and come and follow the lord he'll give you a manifold more a lot more okay so we're going to take this up we do have some letters and i'll let him read some this time i just feel like uh, continuing on but uh where's the first letter from
2: Edo state nigeria
0: okay let's hear what they have to say
2: dear pastor i was a muslim who just discovered that jesus is the only way the truth and the life previously i was a fanatic especially against the christians who are our main rivals somehow which i can't explain now I received Jesus Christ miraculously by receiving a healing on my sickbed after the doctor said it was all over. Thank God for the life of that brother who was putting on an Alamo t-shirt. After my conversion, I have received severe persecution from my family members.
0: So he saw one of the people on the street... Putting on a Lamo T-shirt, he got a piece of literature that the Lord had given me and he got saved. A Muslim. I mean, I went a lot of them in the prison when I was there railroaded by the devil. Then what?
2: I've received severe persecution from my family members who are staunch Muslims, but I don't mind dying a martyr for Jesus Christ. Pastor, I have converted four of my best friends to the Christian fold, mm-hmm. remaining two of them. I am into evangelism, especially to my Muslim folk. The Lord is my strength. I found your literature very useful. Please send me some. One of my friends, a convert, needs a Bible. I will also like to send, like you to send me a t-shirt for my evangelism team members. If you can, please send me one sweatshirt so that I can use it when it's cold for evangelism because I'm asthmatic. I need something thick to put on. May God bless you even as you partner with me in the mission of soul winning. Amen. Isha from Benin City, Edo State, Nigeria.
0: Praise the Lord for you, brother. Just keep winning more souls. Send him everything that he said he needs and wants. And let him know that others can have such as well if they're cold. All right, so that they, and now time is up. Now it's time to pray. It's pray, uh, let's pray that, you know, the word of God, which is Christ, will enter into your spirit right now and he will the kingdom of heaven will come down into you heaven comes down and glory fills your soul uh say to the lord this prayer say my lord and my god have mercy upon my soul a sinner i believe that jesus christ is the son of the living god and that he died on the cross and shed his precious blood for the forgiveness of all my former filthy sins and i believe that you father god raised jesus from the dead by the power of the holy spirit I open the door of my heart and I invite you into my heart, Lord Jesus. Uh, You will not forsake me. Uh, You'll come into my heart with the Father and the Holy Spirit. Wash all my former filthy sins away in the precious blood that you shed for me, Jesus. You're not going to turn me away. You're going to save my soul. You did already. Because I asked you, and you heard me, and you answered me, and I know I'm saved. And I thank you, Lord Jesus, for saving my soul. Now just raise your hands up and praise and thank the Lord, and share and tell everyone in our listening audience how they can receive a copy of this tape or CD. uh, Program number 745 It's free of charge.
2: Go to alamoministries.com or write to Tony Alamo Christian Ministries, P.O. Box 6467, Texarkana, Texas seven five five zero five or call area code four seven nine seven eight two seven three seven zero that's four seven nine seven eight two seven three seven zero or fax to area code four seven nine seven eight two seven four zero six
0: this is world pastor Tony Obama tune in tomorrow don't fail because these are messages that will keep you strong one day at a time and will continue leading you into the kingdom of heaven It's a straight and narrow gate, and you'll be able to make it if you do. All right, uh, here I am now to sing for you that you are your brother's keeper. And that's the truth. That's what the Lord said.
3: Last night I had the strangest dream. A dream that seemed so real A mighty force had carried me Back to this ancient field And then a voice came to me Saying be not filled with fear bear witness to the things you see And everything that you hear I saw Cain kill his brother in the garden And I heard the Lord ask Cain where Abel was I do not know, am I my brother's keeper? He was punished then for spilling Abel's blood. Then I heard the Lord tell Noah, Before the sky turned dark, Everyone but you and your shall pass away. I see all my children sinning, And it grieves me in my heart, That I watched as God and Noah built the ark. Noah was his brother's keeper, Yes he was, yes he was, Noah was his brother's keeper, yes he was. God saw his children sinning, and it grieved him in his heart. Noah was his brother's keeper, yes he was. I saw Samson single handed stop a thousand evil men, and Joshua fight the battle at Jericho. I saw David stop Goliath and then become a king. They were their brother's keeper, don't you know? You are your brother's keeper, yes you are, yes you are. You are your brother's keeper, yes you are. God sees his children sinning and it grieves him in his heart. You are your brother's keeper, yes you are. You are your brother's keeper, yes you are, yes you are. You are your brother's keeper, yes you are. God sees his children sinning and it hurts him in his heart. You are your brother's keeper, yes you are.